this is episode one of audience of one um, we're in some crazy times globally the COP26 is about to kick off this week where we're trying to get the world to agree to measures that will stop temperature average temperature increase from passing 1.5 degrees <clears throat> and if we don't do it well mass extinction uh, we're actually in the middle of a mass extinction now so um, it's a matter of maybe not uh, not making it affect human beings um, <clears throat> and in Jamaica things are pretty pretty crazy well there are some pretty crazy things about two weeks ago um, in one weekend we started to receive reports of what started out as possible ritual killing at a church a quote-unquote church I guess a church and at the same time, we're getting reports of a child being abducted on the other side of the island. So the church is in Montego Bay, and the child is abducted in St. Thomas. Um, I mean, people go missing from time to time. And, you know, most of the time they're found. Most of the time they were just not answering their phone or whatever. Um, but actual real child abductions don't happen that often. Um and that was a real one. Fortunately, they found a girl. But in a surprise twist, immediately after, another girl went missing, taken by the same person. Um, fortunately, she was also recovered um, safe. And the culprit is still on the run. This is like two weeks later. Uh, so, a rich possible ritual killing euphemism for human sacrifice in Jamaica I mean first of all anywhere in the world human sacrifice is I wouldn't say unheard of but extremely rare uh, in these modern times um, I mean you hear rumors of human sacrifice you hear of cases where an intervention possibly stopped a human sacrifice or, or they think a human sacrifice may have taken place at some point but this one was the real deal with lots of witnesses and uh, a cult leader presiding over a ceremony with his followers all dressed in white on his instruction while his his minion again on his instruction slashes the throat of a congregant now we don't know what was promised if they made this human sacrifice we don't know the antecedents to the human sacrifice except that 
this particular woman uh, borrowed, we're told, $400,000 from a, a loan company and gave it to the pastor just some a week or so before. She, she changed her life insurance to the pastor um, to me basically she would have been a spent force at that point so um, can't collect life insurance from an alive person um, so enter human sacrifice I mean so she gets she gets killed outright but two people were actually died. Um, one, so it was supposed to be multiple sacrifices, but apparently after the first one, people people woke up and um, and started to to resist. And at the same time, the police came on the scene, um, back up a little. Apparently. Sometime before that, maybe the same day, the, uh, a woman who was aware of the human sacrifice must have um, objected and she was beaten up. And when she was beaten up, she went to the police and she told them that, listen, this might happen. And they went there, they sent a, a patrol car, two cops go there and they get fired on gunshots from the church so this now initiated a whole um, operation so the police go in there and and um <laughs> police go in there kill one person uh, but they stop the the rest of the sacrifice um, and this is how it all comes out. There's another gentleman there, another member of the church, who who received a call sometime before, possibly the same day. He's in hospital on all kind of machines because he has kidney disease, and he's called to say that he needs to come to church and he's going to get a kidney. Well, he checks himself out of the hospital, apparently still with the tubes and some of the tubes and needles still in him, I guess the IVs. Um, and at some point, again, we don't know exactly, well, I don't know, where in this whole ceremony, uh, the pastor rips all the tubes out of his body I don't know what parts of his body the, the, the tubes and needles were. Um, and he's beaten and shot apparently. And then, well, there's conflicting reports. Some say beaten and shot. Some say he just bled to death. Um, what I do know is only one person has been charged for murder um, of the lady with the whole life insurance deal. Um, so if you didn't think it could get any more crazy, 
they're transporting the, the cult leader to Kingston to be charged and he meets in a car accident the police meet in a car accident and he's killed so he's dead I mean you can't write that you can't make it up that's for sure you can't make it up if you made it up it would just seem too unrealistic like what are the chances um, and you know everybody of course is like how can you be in a cult how can you or or well you know obviously the people in a cult don't think it's a cult they just think it's it's their religion and it's real and faith and belief and uh, and then there's a there's a very fine line to me between faith and delusion right um i mean if i if if i i'm in a dark room and there i feel around and i feel a light switch um i have a I, i'm gonna flick that light switch um having some amount of faith that the light is gonna come on um even if i had never before proven that that light bulb worked or that light switch worked or that there was a bulb in the receptacle or anything like that um likewise if i see a chair um and i need to sit on it there is a, a certain degree of faith if i never sat on a chair before that the chair is going to hold me up um these are the types of faith that I think are justified. Um, so, so everybody is on about their faith. And what is what really gets me though is that you have a lot of Christian preachers and priests and bishops, cardinals, all different kinds of people from non-traditional denominations as well as traditional dominations, speaking of, and, and church groups, bodies, associations of evangelicals and what have you, speaking out against the cult, the Mobe cult, um, speaking about cults in general, speaking out about about belief, believing in, 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 in these things, you know, and you can't, how can you believe people who come and tell you these things, you know? And that's really rich, right? For church leaders to be telling people not to believe in their cult leader. These are the same people who tell you about walking on water, take a rib out of man and make woman. Um, everybody come from 
two people, Adam and Eve, and, you know, the earth is created in seven days. Maybe the universe is created in seven days. I don't know. I don't think I've spoken to that. Um, the, you know, Lazarus raised from the dead, crucified and was buried and rise in three days and all of this stuff. This is what they are teaching, you know. And they are telling you about faith and you must believe and pray and you're going to be healed and, and all of this. But yet those same people are going to say, don't believe in, in that cult. Now, mind you, this is not a defense of the cult. I just don't believe that any of them is credible. Um, but I don't see how you can be preaching one set of incredible, um, unprovable, unproven, um, science-defying acts and occurrences on the one hand, but then telling people, oh, you know, the government needs to do something about these cults. But then the government don't need to do anything about people who collect money from people every week so that they can live in a big house, drive a big car, um, and, and, and tell them they're going to heal them and they must have faith and all of this kind of thing. And when they're not healed, their faith isn't strong enough and, and this kind of stuff. I think there's a major, major disconnect there. Um, and and I don't buy it. And I'm I'm frankly a little disappointed that that more people don't see that that irony, if I was to use that word. Um, you know, that the the, the most vociferous um, pronouncements against the, the, the cult in Montego Bay are from religious leaders who themselves preach as much incredible stuff as this guy, except that this guy, you know, <laughs> was kind of styling himself as God and what have you and obviously went way overboard now i'm not i'm not trying to diminish what he's doing but i am saying that these people speaking out against him are equally um are are, are you know they're equally unbelievable you know they they don't have any they don't have any moral authority to tell you that you should not believe a b or c that's clearly um, an, an, an unreasonable thing to believe in when they preach themselves completely unreasonable things to believe in. You know, and, 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 and you might be listening to this and saying, oh, well, you know, Jesus is the, the answer for the world today. Or you might be saying, you know, a lot of religions are wrong, but Christianity, my faith is the right faith. Well, your faith is only the right faith because that's what you happen to believe. And in most cases, people believe in their faith, in their in their denomination, their religion, their whatever, because they were taught it when they were at an age when they can't think for themselves. 
I don't say all, most, because some people do convert from Islam to Christianity, Christianity to to Islam, Christianity to Judaism, all sorts of different conversions that take place. Uh, but those conversions, mind you, tend to take place for non-spiritual reasons. Um, but nonetheless, um, point being, you you. You're taught these things largely when you can't. You can't think for yourself. So you you hear about Adam and Eve and Christmas and baby Jesus and Archangel and three wise men um, and Easter with the crucifixion and you you learn about all those things when you're a child. And you learn about them from people in authority. You learn about them from your parents, your teachers, and uh, and and in in many cases, a church that your parents, who you trust, expose you to. So you 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 really kind of get it from all angles. And by the time you you spin around, you have this, you have an underlying belief such that even in the face of all the knowledge that you gain as you grow older. And and learn to reason and discern and and you can read and use you know you can you can prove and disprove things for yourself on a daily basis. You can make sense of nonsense. You can know when somebody's telling you foolishness. You can know when they're when what they're saying makes sense. And all of this perfectly efficient and effective member of society but you have an underlying belief system usually slightly disconnected from the rest of your life because you know you have your whole church thing but you do all the things you want to do nonetheless Um, and that include people who claim to be as dedicated to the church as as any Um, you have that 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 sort of belief structure bouncing around inside of you that's completely irrational. As irrational as Mr. Cult leader in Mobe and his followers. It's just that for most of us, when when our religious beliefs are tested to a certain point. We're like, all right. And we might not say it outright, but we kind of inside have a little circuit breaker that says, all right, well, I'm not really going to um, give 10% of my earnings to this church, let us say. Um, You know, or, or whatever the tripwire might be that make you not go over a certain line um and in most cases churches know that there's a line that people are not going cross so they don't they don't try to make them cross it they try to operate within a framework that doesn't impinge too much on the rest of your life such that you can remain comfortable within that church life continue to give your collection you don't push back too much on whatever they're saying and you feel good 
cadena service or mass or, or um, what do you call these things? Whatever. And you go on with the rest of your life almost disconnected from the whole faith church aspect of your life. But these cult guys, they take it to another level now. They don't operate with those same boundaries. Um, usually because they have targeted people who are susceptible to them. And usually because their motive is more ego-driven than, um, than, than trying to perpetuate a, a system um you know or or to, to continue a system in perpetuity um they're not trying to do that they're trying to indulge their ego they're trying to see how much power they can have they're trying to see how much they can get from you they're trying to see how much money they can they can extract and how much control they can have over you and thereby demonstrate to themselves how much power they have and that's what i think is really behind that so so that causes them to pass these boundaries because whenever they pass whenever they cross these boundaries it proves to them to them that that they can get people to follow them and that they're all you know they're all that and that's all that was happening there in 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 in, in mobe is this guy crossing lines and and you know trying to prove to himself how much power he has over his congregation. Obviously, he's crazy too, right? Because you can't be killing people. Um, so he ends up crossing the ultimate line. We don't even know if that's the first time he's done it. Um, we're assuming it's the first time he's done it. And we hope it's the first time he's done it. But he just crossed the last line is all. Um, but the same irrational belief, quote-unquote, faith system that causes people to be so committed to somebody like him it's the same exact mechanism that causes everybody else to believe in whatever religion they believe in. It's just that not being so susceptible. Two things happen for the for most of us. We're not necessarily that susceptible to the bullshit. Right? We take it to a certain extent, but we're not crossing a certain line. That's one thing, right? So we have enough awareness that we're not going across a certain line the people in cults don't have that awareness they are i am not a psychologist so i can't tell you what's wrong with them but they're over there they're susceptible for whatever reason but the second thing that happens with the rest of us is that we operate in systems in churches etc that don't cross those lines that acknowledge those lines, that know that you are not going to cross those lines. So everybody working in, in tandem. I know I'm not crossing no crazy line. 
church and whatever else. No, you're not crossing the crazy line. They don't want you to, to cross any crazy line either because they're into continuing a certain system into perpetuity. They're not looking to bring it to some kind of crescendo. They just want it to keep going. So 99% of us exist in that system. Then you have the cult leaders and the people susceptible to cults. And that's just unfortunate. But let's not be taking our admonitions from people who push the same irrationalities on us. That's my take on that whole cult thing. Um, there's rumors that his body's missing and that he, how can he die without any injuries? There was no blood, blah, blah, blah. People can die in car accidents and there's no blood because you can't have internal injuries. You can't break your neck, all kinds of things. I'm pretty sure his body's not lost. It is somewhere. And we'll see what happens in the next week or two on that. Um, Good luck on COP26 this week, everybody who is participating. Um, and good luck to all of us in this extinction that we are presently in. Hopefully it can be halted. Um, and that's it for today's episode. And we're going to have some more. We're going to talk about all kinds of things, whether it be weight loss, uh, exercise, health, politics maybe vaccine, pandemic type stuff, um, littering, civic and uncivic behavior, uh, just whatever the audience of one thinks of. So on that note, enjoy your week. <laughs>